All right. Well, hello. Hello and hello. Great greetings and welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast. That's right. We got a new name. We got a new name. (laughs) And this podcast is hosted by me, Allison Rizel. I am the spiritual liberation coach for black women as well as women of color. And I am guiding you into a realm of clarity and calmness. Yeah, we we shifting some stuff, right? Gotta shift some stuff. And most importantly, with this liberation journey, I'm also guiding you into you living your most authentic life your most liberated lifestyle, right? Um, So many women are living a life where they don't feel free. They don't feel free to be who they are. They don't feel free to even explore who they are. And at the Sacred Pathway Academy, we help you with that. (laughs) So that is who I am. And um, we're going to be talking more Um, incoming videos uh, about more of the things that I have to offer, including right now you still have time to enroll in the Embody the Reiki Master Within course, which is my Reiki certification course um, that combines do-it-yourself as well as live. So you're not really going through that course by yourself. you got me the whole time that you're going through that course. So if you would like to enroll, feel free to go to the link in my bio. And it's I think it's on the top. Yeah, I think I still got it on top. Because, like I said, you only got a couple of more days. Now, technically, we've already started. But... It don't matter. You can still come on in and and join us because it's open till the 25th. 25th hits. After the 25th, we're wrapping it up until the next time I offer it. Um, And I'm doing that so to keep with the integrity of the course. So. (laughs) All right. So let's begin with a card and I'm throwing them all all across the room already but um, we're going to start off with power of surrender card or cards and we're going to do a a shuffle here and then we're going to dive into our subject talking about self love now I had the subject as, um, or the title, <clears throat> rather, what did I put that name as for the title? Oh, yeah, it's time to define self-love. Don't know if I'm going to keep that title or not um, because we kind of go into a little bit more, but I think I might because um the discussions of self-love and self-care um, that I've been having here lately kind of warrants me to go a little bit deeper. So um, I think you'll enjoy this one tonight. 
Lord, these cards just don't want to shuffle tonight. I'm wondering if maybe these aren't what I need to pull from. I kind of feel like it is, because considering the subject matter, it could just be me. <laughs> What do we need to know tonight to get us started? Love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Surrender to your full power. Yes, yes, yes. Surrender to your full power. Your life is calling for you to step into your full power rather than playing it small. Mm. Mm. Your life is calling you to step into your full power rather than playing it small. Yeah. How's that for a talk of self-love? That's like a mic drop from spirit. <laughs> That's it. So, okay. Let me get my handy dandy notes pulled up here and we'll get started. So, let's talk about self-love. I wanted to talk about this because self-love, self-care, those are starting to or have already started to become these self-help buzzwords, right? And most of the time it's used and they're used in such a haphazard way that they kind of lost all meaning, you know. Um, people are starting to associate, like, with self-care more about things that are grooming or that it's only about, like, bubble baths and pedicures and stuff, which, you know, don't get it twisted. Those are nice. But self-care and self-love goes so much deeper than that. And me, being the energy healer that I am, I wanted to go through the energies and talk about the various ways of self-love and how we can show love to ourselves um, in these different ways. And actually... Um, these are actually more forms of, to me, self-care that are also these self-words. Um, so when, was it last week? I think it was last week. I had started doing a talk about self-care. Let me change my direction here because I feel like I'm kind of imbalanced here with my phone. So... I started talking about self-care and talking about how we're, like I said, treating it like it's just all about bubble baths and pedicures. And self-care um, really is so much more than those things. Those things kind of scratch the surface, right? And they're actually more temporary things. Um they don't really get to the heart of you really taking care of yourself. So, 
when I was talking to, I think it was on Clubhouse, um, a group of women, and I was talking about how we tend to um, treat self-care like it's a gift or that it's a, a reward after working hard. And it's really, really not. <laughs> we should treat self-care as much of a necessity as breathing, as getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth, as um, drinking lots of water, which by the way is a way to show yourself self-care, is making sure that you are properly hydrated. Um, but yeah, if we start treating self-care in a way that's more of a necessity instead of a luxury, um, we would be better off. So I gave this example on Clubhouse. So I had my son when I was 20 years old. So I was a young mom, you know, fresh out of high school, had a few years of college under my belt, um, working part time, and then uh, wanting to work to be able to take care of my son. So I go and I had benefits from the system. I'm like, you know, if I qualify for them, yeah, I'm on a platform. I, my parents pay taxes. I had paid, been paying taxes for some years. So I'm like, why not? And um, so I went and I applied for food stamps. And back then, I don't know how they do it now, but back then, when you applied for food stamps in the state of Tennessee, because that's where I'm from, you bet not go in there saying that you had a telephone, not a cell phone, because we didn't really have cell phones like that, a telephone or and or a car. Don't you do it. You go in there and say that you don't have either one because both were considered a luxury, which I kind of thought was stupid, especially the phone part. Um, so if I'm in my home and it's just me and my son and something happens to me or ha something happens to him and I need to call 911, I can't have a phone so I can do that. That's a luxury. 911 is a luxury. Hmm. Or me being able to keep in touch with his father because, you know, at that time his father was driving trucks on the road, like, long distance. So he would call and check in and all that stuff. So my telephone was a luxury. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why I bring that up is... As asinine and stupid as I think that is, that a telephone or your car, because I mean, it's not like we lived in New York City where you have subway and, bu and buses and cabs everywhere. In my city where I grew up, we didn't have it like that. And um, everything was spread out. So yeah, you would be good to have a car <laughs> to get around. Um, 
but back then those were considered luxury items. So you you if you claimed to have either of those, you would disqualify most likely to receive assistance from the Tennessee government. So we kind of treat our self-care in that way. We treat it like something that um, is a luxury. It's something that we're really not supposed to do. And we act like it's too indulgent or self-indulgent to do or practice self-care. So I went through and I was like, okay, so let me go through the chakras and find these self words that will add to what we're talking about with self-care. So stick with me. I'm going somewhere with this. All right. <laughs> so let's start with the root chakra. With the root chakra, Self-preservation. Um, did you not know it is very self-loving and self-caring to practice self-preservation? Meaning, and this is what Google says that self-preservation is, protection of oneself from harm or death. Notice how I didn't want to read that last part. <laughs> Even though that's a part of life, but... I didn't want to go to the extreme, but protection of oneself from harm. So self-preservation is, if you think about it in this sense, when we're talking about self-love and self-care, self-preservation is you protecting yourself from toxic people, toxic environments, toxic energy, right? You protecting yourself from yourself from self-loathing and self-hate and uh, limiting beliefs that you've been taught um, from your the way you grew up, from the well-meaning people who raised you, or just the environment that you were in. Self-preservation means you are protecting yourself, guarding yourself, from things that don't serve you well, that are not for your greatest and highest good. So a form of self-care, when it comes to the root chakra, because remember the root chakra is all about security and feeling safe. It's also how you feel about yourself. I'm adjusting my phone here, because I feel like it's like so far away and just everything feels weird. So, self-preservation is a form of self-care. It is a part of the self-care equation. So, let's move on up to the sacral chakra. So, in the sacral chakra, we'll find self-awareness. Self-awareness is basically you being in touch with your emotions. Because, yeah, the sacral chakra is about your emotions. Um, self-awareness is also you allowing yourself to experience pleasure. You allowing yourself to explore your creativity. Yeah, that's self-awareness. You being aware of yourself, aware of 
your emotions, your creativity, your sensuality, your sexuality, you being aware of these things, which comes from that energetic space of the sacral chakra. So that is a form of your self-love, self-care within the sacral chakra. So then you've got the solar plexus or the navel chakra. And for that one, I pulled up self-confidence because the the solar plexus is all about you owning your power. Boom. <laughs> ah, this card, this card, this card of surrender to your full power. Very, very solar plexus. Yes. And um, I was on Clubhouse and um, I was listening into one of the rooms where um, this uh, healer, he and I have become acquainted uh, because he's a Reiki practitioner and teacher and so am I. Uh, and so we've both been in the same room, uh, you know, when it comes to things of like energy healing, black spirituality and things like that. So he was talking along with some of the other people who were moderating because they were going through each chakra and giving a talk. So I love that I heard him say something that I had long been thinking for a while. A lot of people really don't pay attention to their solar plexus. Solar plexus is the chakra, I think, that gets pushed aside like a, a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> because, you know, you have the root chakra and the root chakra is all about, you know, being grounded. And everyone wants to talk about that's another buzzword of being grounded and being safe, which don't get it twisted. Those are very important. Then you have the sacral chakra. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to talk about the sacral chakra? That's all about sexuality and sensuality and pleasure and, and creativity and all that stuff. And then the heart chakra. People talk about that. And then the throat. And then so on and so forth. But the solar plexus gets very neglected. And the solar plexus is your place for your self-confidence. So it is very self-loving for you to own your power, right? For you to claim and reclaim your identity because that is the solar plexus. So this is the place where you fully own who you are. It is self-loving for you to be accepted in yourself and saying, this is who I am. This is what I've came, come to do. This is what I was created for. I am woman, hear me roar. Or I am man and I beat my chest or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But that's the solar plexus. That is the self-loving place to come from when it comes to your solar plexus. Y'all know I'm silly. <laughs> then of course, you've got the heart chakra. The heart chakra is duh, self-love. Self-love, yeah. So in that, that encompasses compassion and forgiveness, unconditional love and acceptance. Yeah, acceptance of others, acceptance of yourself. So a self-loving act that we really need to practice is showing ourselves compassion. Compassion. 
I have um, a client who was talking about her problems with procrastination and you know she said um something to the effect of it's it's my fault she was speaking of herself it's my fault and so on and so forth and i asked her to kind of let herself off the hook on that one you know we have to show ourselves some compassion in order for us to heal right we can't just spend all of the day beating up on ourselves of the shoulda, coulda, woulda, I'm supposed to, you know, all that stuff that we like to talk to ourselves because we talk mad cash money shit to ourselves all the time. We say things to ourselves about ourselves that we would not dare say to or about another person, but we'll darn sure do it about ourselves. So self-loving act within the heart chakra is to show yourself more compassion and also to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for anything that you're saying, okay, well, I said that I was going to do this and I didn't do it. I didn't follow through. Instead of beating yourself up about it, forgive yourself and then look for ways to get it done. You know, find find the root as to why you're procrastinating is what I was basically telling her. Because that's what I've had to do. I'm like, okay, so what is it about this that I'm just like freaking out and I don't want to do it? Is it that I don't want to do it? Am I afraid to do it? Is it I just don't know where to start? You know, am I overwhelmed? Am I overthinking? Where am I? And with me trying to find the block, I'm showing compassion towards myself and not beating myself up about it. So a self-loving act is that act of compassion. Compassion. <laughs> and then we go into the throat chakra. And that one is self-expression. Self-expression. The throat chakra is all about you finding your voice. It's about you <coughs> being your most authentic self. Excuse me. It's about your communication. So a very self-loving act for the throat chakra would be, number one, for you to be your most authentic self. Be open to allow yourself to be your most authentic self. And then the other self-loving action of the throat chakra is to be a great communicator. And a great communicator listens more than they talk. It's like they say, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> Spend some time listening. We're in an era of time where everyone wants to be heard, but nobody's listening. We're not practicing that, going back to the heart chakra, compassion towards one another. And we're all fighting to be seen and fighting to be heard, but nobody is listening. So you want to make sure that you are practicing active 
listening. Don't just listen to respond. Because sometimes the things that we are trying to sort out for ourselves may come from someone else, may even come from somebody you don't care too much for. But the truth is the truth is the truth. And you need to start listening for it. So that is a self-loving act is to brush up on your communication skills. Yeah. And then we have the third eye. Self-reflection. One of the biggest issues I find with women is we don't trust ourselves. Because when we do our self-reflection, we're only reflecting back with A limited view and we're limiting the view to just the horrible things that either someone else has done or we've done and we keep ourselves in victim mode and since we don't trust ourselves we don't trust other people we don't have that element of trust our intuition goes off and because we don't have trust we miss things that we should have caught because we're not trusting so self-reflection for most of us is when we're thinking back on an event we're thinking about how we handled it and how we're hoping fingers crossed <laughs> to have learned something from that experience and to make better decisions in the future and this my love is called wisdom wisdom comes from experience knowledge comes from books wisdom comes from experience knowledge comes from someone teaching you something wisdom comes from life living life getting experiences if you stay in a bubble to keep yourself from having certain experiences, you, you're not gaining any wisdom. So one of the things that I talked about this morning on Clubhouse, and if you are on Clubhouse and you're not following me on Clubhouse and participating on Sunday morning service, then you miss now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but I was talking about how Many a times, we go back in our minds to reflect on the past, but we're doing it in a way to beat ourselves up. Instead of taking those moments in time and gathering the information so that we can have wisdom and even vision from that. Because, yeah, did you not know that your experiences and your wisdom can also add to your vision. So let me give you a for instance. The vision that I have for my life includes me saying, I don't wanna go back to where I was. I want to keep forward movement based off the experiences that I've had, based off of the wisdom I have obtained 
to keep having forward movement and I visualize myself pushing past those obstacles and barriers and things that come in front of me and I'm like, ooh, wait, I've been through this before. I know how to get through this and cut through it real quick. That's what I'm talking about. So the self-loving acts that we can do is to go through energetically and see where we are in our energy. To see how we are preserving our energy. How are we being more aware of our emotions and our allowing of pleasure and um, exploring our creativity? Um, our self-confidence. Are we living in a self-confident uh, light where we're owning our power, or as this card said, surrendering to our full power? Not half of the power, not some of the power, but our full power. <laughs> How are we in showing ourselves compassion and forgiveness? Are we expressing ourselves? Are we being authentic in that? Are we listening with our communication? Because communication is not just you talking, it's you listening as well. And then self-reflection. Are we gaining the wisdom from those experiences? Are we allowing ourselves, rather than to sit and wallow in the past and beat ourselves up about it, are we taking that in a caring, loving way and saying, okay, so from this experience, this is the wisdom that I'm gaining. This is what I now know that this experience taught me. And I love myself enough to say, I am now wiser because of that experience. It didn't feel good. It sucked. I hated every moment of it. But you know what? I got through it. And when something like that comes up again, I'll know what to do. That is a self-loving act. Those things that we just listed are self-loving acts. Stop watering down self-love to just a simple buzzword. It goes so much deeper than that. There is what, and another term that's getting watered down, and it's really unnerving me, but shadow work. Shadow work. Imperative on this journey. If you want to live a more liberated lifestyle, is start going into the shadows and stop saying love and light, love and light. Go into those dark places that you know you don't want to go but you gotta go in order to get into the light because the only way for you to find light is you gotta get in the dark that's the only way so those are the ways that you can start exploring your self-love and self-care instead of watering it down until into these um buzzwords that are happening so Leave me a comment and let me know what you think about this. Uh, because I there's there's more that I want to do, um, but I'm not going to do it at this moment. I think I might end up doing a master class with it. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, I'd love to know what you think about this. How do you feel about, you know, self-love? Do you feel like it's it's lost its, its luster? It, has it become so mainstream that it now means nothing? Because you know, that usually is what happens. I mean, look at what happened to rap music. And I'm a hip hop lover. Before it became so mainstream, it was wonderful. There's still some wonderful to it, but some of it is so watered down and the soul is out of it. And I think, I feel that's what's happened to things like self-love and self-care. It's been so watered down. It's into so much mainstream, so much of buzzwords that now it almost doesn't mean anything. But I want to reclaim it for what it is. So, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. And until then, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now.